Cakap Roja. I am Tia Abdullah, and with me are firstly a hijabi, or as the internet has stated, a wholesome covered lollipop, Norwira. Hey. And with us is another wholesome covered lollipop, Rauda Harzali. Hey guys. And they are with me, who is an uncovered lollipop attacked by ants. Oh my god. Isn't it You're so dirty, Tia. <laughs> okay, can we talk about that metaphoric job? Because I think there are going to be people who don't understand what it is. So basically, on the internet, there's a picture of a chupa chup where um, smoothing, it's covered, strawberry flavored, mm-hmm. delicious, and then kind of with hijab. And oh, I just said that in a very orang putih Arab with hijab. <laughs> yeah. And the other one is in the cover, there are ants on it, still strawberry flavored, because women are sweet, and buatnya without hijab. Mm. Discuss. <laughs> if you guys are having a hard time picturing the picture, just Google it. <laughs> just Google the damn thing. Google lollipop hijab. And then apparently, yang the one that I'm looking at now, um, there's like several apa languages in it. I think it originated dari like um, negri Arab. And then that's not surprised. Yeah, and then like there's a Malay version one that's all over Twitter before this. And then there's like satu, and I think like in Turkish. There are also a lot of different candies, by the way, not just lollipop. There's one that's like <laughs> gula gula biasa, like wrap candy. I'm oh. talking about gula gula now. <laughs> I really want candy. <laughs> anyway, so we're talking about Tudong today. Nor. Yeah, so <laughs> basically, I wanted to talk about uh, why people take up the headscarf in Brunei. Take off? Take up the mm. headscarf in Brunei. And. Um, from my experience, I started wearing this headscarf because my family told me to because all of the other girls my age uh, started wearing the headscarf and I was like, Kenapa Honda betudong? Aku na mau. Pakai tudong na. Si Anu lawa jitu betudong. So in the end, like after several jemputan, kena tagur like that. So I was like, fine. Just so, like, just so they would get off my back. Berapa umur mo? I think I was... 11 mm-hmm. but they've been saying that since I was 9 mm-hmm. so I held off for 2 years okay Rao um pretty much the same story but I mean I was forced to wear the tudong um like when I was since I was 5 maybe mm-hmm. I would say I mean I went to an international school an, an international private school um, and I was basically the only person there, the only girl there who was wearing tudong out of the whole batch and probably, um, like, like a minority in the whole school as well, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, there was one time when I asked my parents if I could, you know, I could drop the tudong for a bit, for a day, because we had a party that day. Mm-hmm. We were having a party that day. What kind of party but, was it? Um, you know, in a child, a class party. Okay. Yeah. Um. So obviously they didn't say they didn't take it well. Mm. It was all no. Yeah. I'm interested in the language that you use. You said the word force you to use <laughs> the tudong. Yeah, I didn't really have much of a say. So okay. But now, are you forced to use the tudong, you think? Or is it an internalized thing from your childhood where you're just using it because you were forced to it once and you're just continuing out of habit? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure because I haven't put forward 
the idea that I would go out without mm-hmm. a dudong to my grown-ups, you know? And I'm not sure if, like, that's out of fear or um, simply because I've grown being comfortable to wearing the dudong mm-hmm. out now. But is it that, for me, like, I, I feel like I have to ask my parents, not ask my parents, but, like, I feel I have to present to them the idea that I want to take off my scarf mm-hmm. first. Whereas, like, I feel like, do I have to do that? Why do I need to tell anybody that I want to take off, that I want to go out without my scarf? Guilt. Guilt. Yeah, I guess mm. so. Yeah. And, you know, as daughters were held, I guess people have that perception that, you know, we're supposed to appease our parents, especially our dads. Yeah, yeah. Medusa, right? Yeah. yeah. Like one of one of uh, one of the things um I'm always told, you know, when when I'm dressed in tight fitting clothes mm. would be like, Oh, your dad's going to hell because of you. Like, Is that yeah. true though? <laughs> there is no evidence yeah. of that actually. There isn't. Cause because you are your own responsibility yes. once right? Yeah, supposedly. Yeah. So I don't know what this business is about. My it's so weird, right? Sorry. Um, <laughs> like, there are a lot of cases, um, maybe U.S. Apala, like maybe in Western countries, where a child murders somebody by accident. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this one case where a child murders your brother, I think, um, because a gun was lying around and just shot it and, like, they didn't know better. Lah. And then we punish it. And that, that child was punished because it's their own responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what makes you think that as an adult, bini bini, um, when you do something yang berdosa, your parents are the one responsible. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, why is it... Your parents can't really control mm. you. Yeah. Also, the argument is strange because you're saying that dosa is your dad's responsibility, but all the good deeds, apa pahala, are all yours. That's so That's fucking strange. selfish. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Very strange. So, so does that mean, like, our... our our list of sins is like empty right now yeah. that it goes all to our dad <laughs> wait okay no you wanted to say something yeah my dad um, told me like because uh, I I argued with him one time about the, the like our sins and he's like no 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 he's like Instead of Baba, it's your husband. Mm-hmm. I'm like, when do I get to take my own responsibility for yeah. my actions? Yeah. Why am I constantly have to be good? Yes. Yeah. And why are women always tied to the men in their life? Yeah. But yeah. we're talking about Tudong right now. Okay, right? we're talking about Tudong, but... Yes, no. Right. Um, oh, yeah, okay. So I want to talk about how basically me going into... Uh, me wearing a Tudong now as an adult woman is kind of trying to get people off my back mm. to make my life a little bit easier mm. so that they would stop thinking like um, stop looking at my appearance mm-hmm. and like starting criticizing my appearance and start looking at me from my actions and I wonder if that's the same with other people so a few years ago um, for several years of my work life I didn't use to dong because mm-hmm. I I just didn't want to yeah yeah, yeah just, there's no other reason for it. i wasn't it wasn't to look pretty or anything i just didn't want to yeah. and one day i got called in and um 
I went to one of our branches and I a boss who was there who never sees me called me into his office and then and stuff like that and I agreed with him because I don't want to mm-hmm. um, I was very persistent about it and he reported to our bigger bigger boss okay. what the hell um, because he knew that I was going to see that boss mm. um, um this girl's not using tudong you should basically you should make her etc but the thing is that that bigger bigger boss kind of didn't care about whether I'm going to do or not. Yeah. But she was like, if you want him to lay off you, to do. But the thing is, she wasn't forcing. She was like, Macham, I don't want to have this conversation with mm-hmm. you. She kind of, like, she was having that conversation just to sampai on what he said. Mm-hmm. And I didn't use Tudong for another week, and I didn't use Tudong for another two weeks. And then sometimes I just have a Tudong in my car. I only use Tudong if I have to, if I know that I'm going to go to an event where I'll be seeing him. Um, and then after eventually, I'm like... Does it matter? So I just started using Tudong because kind of brought up over and over again. I yeah. started using Tudong anyway. And then like, since then, I'll just pakai Tudong mostly because I'm too lazy to fix my hair now. Yeah, but like, outside of it, masa lunch, kadang I take it off. Mm. And then after balik, immediately I'll take it off. Sometimes aku after keluar surau, um, kalau aku malas pakai Tudong, I'll just go downstairs to my room mm-hmm. with no Tudong on and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's so weird that it was a man who was so concerned about my so-called discipline yeah. because I wasn't using Tudong and wasn't up to par to what government punya regulations are. Plus, yeah. it's like, it's work, right? What matters mm. shouldn't be your bloody hair, mm-hmm. whether it's covered or not. It's, it's your work that shouldn't yeah. matter. Like, I think, well, in a way, kind of, if you look at it from a dis- discipline point of view, you're supposed to tutup aral if you're a government worker. You're but that's the interesting worker? thing. If I go overseas, mm. I don't, like for work, I don't use Tudong. And nobody tagor you? Nobody tagor me, exactly. Because he's not there. Oh, great. <laughs> it's just pleasing this one person. That's... Yeah. Uh-huh. But the weird thing is that since I pakai Tudong, because there are other women who can join, um, basically I started domino effect. Lah. Mm. Um, he has been way nicer to me than mm. he is to the other woman who doesn't pakai Tudong. Mm-hmm. Like, way, way nicer. I can get away with so many things. Um, I can be late and it's fine. Like, on occasions where I have to be late and stuff like that. Lah. And, like, other women, yang pakai tudong, they cannot be late. They'll get tagur. Like, in a week, twice, maybe. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I'm not late or anything, but, like, it, I, there has been occasions where I have to go to the hospital and about whatever. Lah. Yeah. And it's fine. Hmm. Like, he doesn't care. And he likes talking to me now. And then I look at him and the way he interacts with women yang pakai tudong, he just flat out hate them. Just because of that, right? Yeah. yeah, Sex is, yeah. Um, That's what I I was wondering. Like, just because you pakai tudong, like, mm. does that it it is as if like this halo is mm. put on yeah. that person, and it's yeah. like well, that's not fair. You, it's just a piece of cloth yeah. for one thing. And for some women, they don't pakai tudong, but they're still wearing tight fitting clothes. But they're still looked as as if like they're better than people who aren't wearing a tudong. Yeah, yeah. and. That's what I mean by like negotiating uh, their place in society. We put so much weight on the way women dress that we don't put as that we're not we don't permit that kind of behavior. If no, how do I phrase this? If a man does that, you pakai shirts up, we don't tagur them. Yeah, yeah. I have this one person that I know who would tagur you if kona pakai tudong and stuff. But then I've also seen him walk around wearing shirts where you can see his ankles, ankles, galors, knees, knees, not ankles, knees. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I have this friend who who constantly retweets and tweets about like how women 
are supposed to dress like this and mm. are like are supposed to like to jaga dosa the dad mm-hmm. yeah and, and but i i recall that he is not so pious in his your dad no the person the person retweeting right. uh, and tweeting stuff like this mm-hmm. and he's not that pious like he does um sexual stuff mm-hmm. anyway and that's considered haram mm-hmm. and why is he so hard on women, women yeah. random ass women mm-hmm. um, but he's not so hard on himself mm-hmm. but that's the thing we don't look at men the way they dress which I'm like lucky biasa lah you look go out gadong whatever you look at the way lucky lucky the cis hetero guy the way they mm-hmm. dress we don't look at them and think about their religiosity mm-hmm. we look at them as their own entity but then we look at bini bini makai tudong and stuff like macam you put a woman who yang ada makai tudong hanging out with a woman yang pakai tudong we which from the way people look at them, it's different. We don't look at them as women. I'm not saying we, like, I guess society, mm-hmm. we don't look at them as women. We look at them in terms of a How general... How well they represent Islam. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and their piousness. You look at them and you have certain kind of judgments about them. This one is more religious than the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for men, they're just... Men. They're just men. Yeah. Hanging yeah. out. You know, yeah. doing yeah. nothing. Yeah. Rada, any thoughts? Any thoughts? It's like, if yeah, people people's judgments towards her are much of extra la. Mm-hmm. When, when, yeah. when compared when compared to Muslim girls who don't wear tudong. So I recommend that if anyone's listening to this to go to the Songket Alliance website because we have an article written by Haley B. Um, in when it comes to the topic of why we put more weight on women when it comes to their religiosity. Um, it's a really good article. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> like, cool. I'm so honored <laughs> that she decided to. At the... But yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah, have a read on that, I guess, to have uh-huh. more thoughts about Kanapa Bini Bini have more weight of religion to them than men. Yeah. Why, though? Why are we like, put as, like, a representation of Islam? I, I was, um, mm. there was this, there used to be this trend on YouTube when I was still watching YouTube vloggers, Muslim vloggers, and there was this trend about like why did you start taking up the headscarf, uh, the hijab? They said, um, and one in one of the stories, um, what was her name? I forgot her name now, but yeah, she said that she went to a lecture mm-hmm. and the lecturer uh, was talking about the hijab and how it was if you put on your headscarf, you are a princess, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I I was. So taken aback, like, what? What does that even mean? A and, princess. Yeah, and the vlogger was so honored, like, and that's why she decided to start up taking uh, the headscarf. Why would you want to be in a monarchy system when you can be elected? Uh, okay, I'm not, <laughs> never mind. I don't know anything about that. Bit. But yeah, okay. You're no, so honored. why do you want to be a princess? What I'm saying that? is, like, the princess word, macam. You're honored to be born into a certain kind of thing, as opposed to having your own achievements to be democratically elected. Right. Yeah. As in, I think with that metaphor, you have more worth if you're chosen to be a certain thing, as opposed to just being born into a princess. Yeah. With I don't know. I guess it, it. I guess they played into that like Disney princess yeah. dream mm. that people have. And like if by taking on by uh, start wearing a tudong, you become a princess. Mm-mm. I don't know, like fucking Cinderella or something like that. But I just don't understand it. Like some for Bruneians and the other women that I've met, they also feel like they're more 
they're more special. Yeah, I think it also mm. plays into the idea that hijabis are more valuable than non-hijabis. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. You know, you know, they're, <laughs> they're, it's as if they're held at a higher status. Yeah. yeah. But with that higher status, they do get, like, more shit. They get more shit. We can look at the case of Nilofa Laha. Like, mm. she's hijabi. She, before this, covered everything, Laha, macam to her chin or whatever. Mm. And then, like, bit by bit, she just, that material just eradicated. Just by inches by mm. inches. But people make such a fucking huge deal yeah. out of it. And then she hired, she rents a place and people make a huge deal out of it. And then you have people like the, uh, no, the Saudi prince going around who was who was he at the Rihanna. meeting? Rihanna, yeah, mm-hmm. and people were like, "Oh, that's great, yeah, very liberal guy." As opposed to just Nyelofa, she cannot even have any form of flaws in her, yeah, and yeah. like it's not even a faith thing. It's just people don't like that place. It's not about religion. I don't think it's about no, religion. no. I don't think so either. Yeah. No, I just think it's really unfair mm-hmm. to put. Too much to put so much pressure on a on a young woman just because she's wearing a hijabi. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's as human as any of us yeah. are. I it's think just like extra cloth on her head. Yeah, yeah, I think people need to realize that. There's a really good quote There's, from a scholar that I'm not going to name because it's so controversial. Um, she said that God doesn't judge you by a few inches of material. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know if it's true or if it's not. We'll find out when we die. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, when a woman wears a hijab around her head, she's not allowed to do anything wrong, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of religion. Mm-hmm. But um, what what is wrong and what is right in religion is really up to anyone's guess, to be honest. Yeah. And most of what is wrong, most of what is not allowed for hijabi women to do is pretty much decided, pre-decided by... It's interesting that you said hijabi woman and not woman in general, like Muslim woman as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. I think Noor's question as to why is because there's a differentiation between what is a Muslim woman and what is not a Muslim woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, like, women in other countries who are not Muslim, they don't pakai tudong. But at the same time, Jewish people wear tudong. Um, it's a different kind of tudong. Mm-hmm. They wear wigs because they are supposed to nuns cover Nuns wear heads. tudong. Yeah, nuns wear tudong. I yeah. mean, not specifically tudong, but you know. It's still an article it, of... It's the same concept, Yeah, but nuns are just colored like penguins, that's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they wear, no, if they wear like bajunya to uh, whatever, the headscarf, the same color, they'll be the same as any other Muslim woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. jubah. Oh, jubah. Nah. Yeah. Well, I guess we kind of do the same. Like, if you look at Nan, we're like, she's a certain kind of way. But people are more complex than that. They cannot just be good all the fucking just time. Just because they have a cloth on their head. Yeah. yeah. Like, Nabi Muhammad have flaws too. It's a different kind Like That's difficult to accept, I think. Yeah, it's th- that's the thing. It, humans are still humans. Yeah. Everyone make mistakes. And yeah, there are evidence where mm-hmm. Nabi Muhammad make mistakes. Yes. And he learned from it, yeah. which is what we're supposed to do. Not mm-hmm. be resistant towards changing ourselves. Yeah. Does that sentence make sense? Not be resistant. Res- don't, don't, don't resist changing yeah, yourself. Yeah. And I think like... A lot of the reasons why women don't take up the the headscarf is because mm. there's so much pressure when you do start taking uh, um, wearing it and like yeah. you can't take it off. 
I guess to a certain extent. So the reason why I don't pakai tudung is because it gets too hot. Mm. And I have allergies on my face where if a piece of cloth touch it, I get really itchy. Mm-hmm. So I get very, very cursed when I'm at work because it's just so hot and then the material just tickles my skin. Mm. So I get really itchy. And I just, I told my mom this. My mom kind of understand why I don't take it. She's still not happy about it. Lah. But my dad is still pangaras about it. He doesn't understand how hot having mm. a cloth on your head is. They don't. They're always they like, don't. Oh, alright. Yeah, have you been? Yeah. If I give them a piece of... The thing is, if you use like material that's really, really nipis, you can still see your hair. But for some reason, that's still okay than not wearing a tudong at all. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense. Yeah, if you wear, like, the underscarf that mm. doesn't cover your neck. And right now, the, the fashion is, like, the chiffon mm-hmm. scarves. And if you just wear the underscarf without the neck covering, you mm-hmm. can still see the neck. Yeah. But people are like, oh, be so to with But that's not a problem. Yeah, that's not a problem. But when, I don't know, if it's much the cloth doesn't really cover the chest area, and when it's, like, a bit higher, people are like, oh, be to I'm like, that's so mm. weird, but that's still better than not, than apa, than in the makai tu dong. I guess mm. so, yeah. Yeah, for some people. But the thing is, like, I kind of don't care. Laboh babaik bajumo, like, I just get too hot. Yeah. I have mm. a medical problem. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's not for everybody, and it's unfair to judge everybody by the same kind of standards. Like, kenapa yang nabut dong? Well, maybe they have freaking personal reasons. They, they don't need to mm. justify them to you. Yeah. yeah. You don't know if. People who pakai tudong are also, Paul. I know. they still can, They can still bedusa and stuff yeah, like exactly. that. Just like any other men. Yeah. Yeah. And why do you have to be worthy of to wear a tudong? Like we know when you're when you wear a tudong and you do something wrong mm-hmm. in the pu- in the public eye, and then someone's like, "But tudong saja, tapi But then you're like, "Okay, I like all of the other wrong tudong also pernah." Uh, Bedusta, you know, they li- <laughs> they lied a white lie. Uh-huh. Um, probably every single day of their lives. Does that mean like they're not yeah. nobody is worthy of wearing a tudong? I've seen a lot of instances as well where um, most when a celebrity like um, before this before wasn't wearing tudong. And then with the next day when she starts wearing dudong, it would be such a big deal. Like, oh, yeah. this person is berhijrah, sudah. Yeah. Really? That's, that's and then berhijrah of, balik. That, that is kind of what happened to Nilofa as well. Because yeah. before do, this, she wasn't she wasn't a hijabi before. People do that with Yuna too. Yeah. With and the then, neck thing. And then, like, when they take off their scarves, they're like, oh, dia sesada. Berhijrah and then sasad. They took the wrong map. Ways was not going the right way. <laughs> we has got it wrong again. Yeah, everyone's like, what happened to her? Yeah. She's not Muslim anymore? Yeah. It's such a big deal. It is. And then like, lucky, it's never a big deal. You don't have that kind of argument for lucky, lucky. Yeah. Unless they go to a club and they, people are they're seen drinking and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oof. But even then, that's like the norm nowadays. You know, for, for, for Muslim men to go to clubs and drink. Like, when you see that, Everyone's everyone would be like, Oh, that's normal. A Muslim man oh, drinking. Oh, you know, okay. but you see a hijabi drinking though. Like, oh my god, but she's a hijabi. You know, she's yeah. wearing tudong. Why is she drinking? That's the thing, right? With the representation of this 
Islam. Yeah, that's a problem. Macam yeah. women, if you take up the tudong, you're supposed to represent the whole of Islam yeah. for some reason. Mm-hmm. We with men, if they're already Muslim, because I guess there's no identifier mm. unless orang like I don't know, ber- kaitu piaji, kaitu piaji, berturban, <laughs> apa makai makai gamis, <laughs> janggutnya tabal, biar <laughs> panas negara ni. Yeah. They can even wear songko all the time. Like please. Yeah. <sighs> Now we're just angry. I know. Take like, off your two dong. It's too hot. They, <laughs> they were sunk off for a few hours for for urang kawin. And then they go to the car. To the car and like, oh, just <gasps> it. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. It's true. Anyone have any other thoughts other than anger? Which is what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> I'm always going to be angry at this. The thing is, maybe one day I'll be... Apa ni terbuka hati untuk makai tudung, but at the, at the same time, like I don't love my hair or anything. I have like the weirdest hairstyle right now. Where cute? Oh, thanks, man. But like, much um, I don't care about my hair. The reason why I just don't use tudung is just it gets too hot mm. in this country. The yeah. UK, I was using tudung once in a while. Cool. Yeah. Okay. When I went to the UK for the like uh, in the beginning, um. Mm-hmm. Because I was there about close to five years, um, I think the first few months I asked my mom like, do I have to wear a tudong? And she's like, no, you don't have to. It's kind of weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> After like in Brunei, I have to wear a tudong, but in UK when I first went there, that's so weird, though. right? Yeah. yeah. So I didn't wear a tudong for like the first few months of college, uh-huh. and because my classmates all wore tudong, they were Pakistani girls. Uh, so I decided, okay, I guess I'll start showing that I'm Muslim as well. Because I guess people were, they didn't realize that I was also Muslim. Oh, so then that became a choice for you after being forced. Yes, but mm-hmm. then after that, I couldn't take it off. Yeah, basically, yeah. But would you say what you're using a tudong now is still a choice for you? Um, Can I say half and half? Yeah, sure. I feel like I, it is a choice for me because I do feel more comfortable wearing a tudong mm-hmm. when I'm out and about because I feel like people won't take uh, much issue with me. More, um, you know, I'm not basically. And I don't take it off because I'm not going So I don't know. I'm more comfortable, but also if I take it off. You like, you'd like to have that choice where you can take it off. Yeah, I like to. Yeah, I like to have that choice where I can take it off without any consequences mm-hmm. from either my family, my friends, my workplace. Yeah. And when you when you put it that way, I mean, I've also had I also have friends who feel like once they come to Brunei um, from getting back from another country, mm-hmm. um, they feel the need to conform to the tudong more. Because their parents would say something like, "Eh, Fani, anak, anusaja," um, you know, some high status, um, a high status uh, person. person. Eh, Fani, like for example, Fani, anak principal saja, indo betu dong. Bojo principal. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And I have I have friends who who have to wear tudong because their they dad is their, their dad is the imam yeah I think like for that. some they just want to be left alone so you're not going to talk about yeah, 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 yeah. me I don't I just yeah. want to be left alone just mm. leave us alone be our own person yeah. but then sudah ko pakai tudong there are still more things that yeah. you're supposed yeah. to achieve like right after once they go back to where they're studying like the UK or Australia their parents will be like okay do whatever you want yeah, yeah. It's, it's really weird right yeah it's weird the Brunei space is very constrictive I guess mm. yeah it's yeah. some ways mm. I mean when you put it like that in some ways 
the hijab is also a culture, you know? It is. Yeah. You go to other countries, people use hijab very differently. Like in some countries, turban is fine. And when you know use it, it's not fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, concluding thoughts. Leave women alone. Yeah. <laughs> Let them do whatever they want. Yeah. Just as long as they're not hurting you. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, please visit our website, songkitalliance.com, and go to our Twitter and Facebook. Search for Songkit Alliance. Um, Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum. Bye.